Hello and good morning, and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes, and Refugees and their Multi-Cultural uh, Mess. Thank you for joining me. It is Sunday. We are um, the weekend, and I, wherever you are in the world, I hope you had a great weekend uh, or are still having a great weekend because it's important for us to relax. So today's uh, topic is recap and operation introspection. We have talked about many topics, uh, minority, majority hoax, um, Dalits cast, and it's time to recap and, and, and take a break, take a step back and look back and understand what we have talked about. Okay. Um, so basically all of us live in boxes, political, ideological, theocratical, cultural, linguistic, geopolitical, one before one begins to introspect one needs to understand the structure of these boxes all these boxes are at source created by regional tribes from their geopolitical requirements this only to further their local economic agendas for this they need your human capital so they need you so they need to feed you with moral values divinely inspired holier than thou ideology politicized the same and thereby enriching themselves with your human capital. Once they reach the top of the pyramid, they forget about their holier-than-thou and, um, or should I say holier-than-thou, moral and divine ethics, and they keep singing their song to you while at the same time brandishing their brand ambassador ahead of any event to camouflage their activities behind the scenes. In other words, they have to lie. To cover up those lies, they have to tell more lies and these lies are what we call scams. This continues with congregations and electorate on the ground is fed up of their lies. The revolt begins and there's a populist revolution and the cycle starts again. So remember, every, every single one of these ideologies um, and moralities are at its source of politics politicization of a parable that was supposed to explain the science thousands of years ago. The civilization forgot about the science, institutionalized the parable, and then politicized it. The politicization of the parable was used by tribes who then formed groups, kingdoms, vassals of state, uh, vassal states, and empires, all of which was based on geopolitical, uh, geographical, geological, uh, holier-than-thou ideological lies to suit their agendas. The empires eventually disintegrated into political countries with provinces, states, each of their religious and cultural ethic, uh, ethics, ethnicities, linguistic groups, and subgroups all running around in circles uh, like a dog catching its tail. Uh, all these big relics of bygone tribes and empires. The empires are dead, as I like to say, but their divine departments are open for business and they need our human capital to resurrect their commercial empires. Hence, they're not appreciative that we need to change the status quo. And this is where we are today. So I'm just going to uh, say something before I, I begin um, giving talking about how we can introspect and move forward. Um, I was listening to an episode uh, on, on, on uh, YouTube by Dr. Kad, uh, an American, Pakistani-American. Uh, I think his name is Dr. Kadi. Um, I can't remember exactly. Um, yeah, he's Yasser Kadi. He's an American. Uh, he's a Pakistani-American. I was listening to a debate uh, by him, and he was giving a lecture on an Islamic uh, institution, um, I think educational institution, in, in the Far East. Um, 
And what he said really struck me because it was not only valid to Islam and you know, but it was valid to a lot of us in Asia. Um, and that's why we're so backward, where we're lagged behind in everything uh, because we're still slaves. And, and, and what he said really put into perspective or uh, articulated what he wanted to do and, and what he doesn't want us to do. So basically in the gist, he said, what Western education does is historicizes and contextualizes Islam. It forces you to rethink the Quran. Medina, Al-Hazar, Malaysia, Islamabad will build a building for you. However, Harvard and Yale will force you to rethink and rebuild the building from scratch. You have to figure out how you're going to reconstruct it yourself. Then you realize that the building was revealed by Medina and Al-Azhar is not the building that Allah revealed. Um, the reality of Western education is you are forced to think. Many practicing Muslims go to these courses and these countries and come out agnostic. The red line is the Quran. The moment you begin to historicize the Quran, you have nothing else. Islam is about submitting not every ulum or science is beneficial. Now, again, I've put it uh, a little bit in my own words and, and added a context to it, added some information. But by and large, this gives you a gist of what he was saying. So basically, he was saying, y'all are slaves. We give you, we do the thinking. We give you the narrative and you just submit in silence. And that is what he wants. Uh, and that is what Asia has been doing, whichever the group, whichever the... Uh, ecosystem. Uh, they've given us uh, narratives and they, we have just accepted it without introspecting, without con contextualizing, without historicizing it, uh, without verifying it, without um, any introspection whatsoever. And that's why we're slaves. But if we keep believe believing other people's narratives, you think they're going to give us uh, what we want? It's like going to a supermarket. You go to a supermarket on, on an empty stomach, and you find out you come with a cart full of, uh, of rubbish in your cart and it's, it, there's, there's nothing to it. Your bill is huge. Now, have a glass of water, two glasses of water and go to the supermarket. And you see your, your, what will come out is just really negligible. Uh, you come out with what you want, healthy food, um, and that's it. You're not going to, you know, not going to override and, and um, get some garbage. Basically, is that what they want you to do? They want you to go to these universities, these madrasas, these mosques, these churches, and go on an empty stomach and they'll fill that stomach for you. So you will be slaves and sick forever and ever and ever. And all these people asking you not to to um, to uh, question, not to contextualize, not to introspect, all sitting in the West. So they're enjoying the benefits of an introspected society, of a chained society, of a evolved society, but they want you to be a slave. They will not sit in Asia, but they want Asia to be a slave while they sit on the top and lecture to the, uh, to the Asian continent and never get out of the status quo while everyone comes here as refugees and paints the, the West as, as, as uh, racist. I mean, this, this is the hypocrisy that, that people actually have the audacity to talk about. And then they are the ones who pr pretend phobia, Islamophobia, hate speech, because they know that the moment you start to contextualize, historicize, um, the moment this, you start to introspect, their narrative goes down the tube. So your your introspection is is uh, in in an 
is a code word. Uh, their Islamophobia, their their phobia, xenophobia, racism, their hate speech is basically a code word to say you are giving me a, a politically insensitive or ideologically uh, inconvenient truth to my false narrative that I have brainwashed you with, and you need to stop uh, giving me facts. You need to stop giving me the truth because it's. It's inconsistent with my narrative and my political power structure that I have built on lies and I have built on 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 uh, on false narratives uh, whereby you've I've made you a slave for so long. So you need to remain a slave until you remain don't remain a slave. I will go. I will I will slander you with hate speech, victimhood, Islamophobia, xenophobia. Um, all the slander in order to to shut you down and not uh, have you um, give me your your narrative or facts that is inconvenient to the um, to the fake narrative or the fake news or the incorrect uh, ideal ideology or the narrative that I've given you over the last thousands of years in order to run our agenda. Basically, this is what Asia has done. We have sat down and we have done nothing to introspect. We believe everyone. And in order to camouflage us, they say respect. The moment you don't, uh, the moment you start asking questions, you're disrespectful. You're a hate speecher, uh, preacher. Why? Because how can someone ask you to respect them? You have to earn your respect. They think that by being born, they earn their respect and automatically you have to submit. Remember, respect is submission. What they want you to do is submit in silence. No, we're not going to submit in silence. And no, we're going to ask that. We're not going to to just blindfoldly accept their narrative. We're going to ask those questions in a very constructive manner. So what are we going to do? You need to discuss with your family, friends, uh, the topics that we've talked about. Caste, Dalit, minority, majority hoax. Um, with however many friends you can, have that conversation, a simple conversation. Um, ask them to have conversations with their family. Give them links to the podcast and, and give them the knowledge that I've given you. Research, research, research. Google, downloads, debates, listen to debates, history. Uh, use geology, geography, astronomy, economics, politics and history to to combine and reform the mosaic uh, but do your research because that is the most important thing don't wait for someone else to do the research the most important thing is you do the research make every junction into an intellectual laboratory in life and and write keep writing because when you write you you can see it on paper and you can restructure it uh, and you can make those corrections it is a vent writing is a huge vent um, Exchange notes with your friends. Um, yeah, exchange facts, data. Um, do research and, and try and fill in the gaps. Uh, build on the knowledge. The more knowledge you have, the more conversations you'll have. The more conversations you have, uh, the more... Um, uh, the more empowered you will be and ask your parents to have this conversation with their friends and their family circles and, and, and so on and so forth at the grassroots level. You don't have to really, you know, uh, get big out there. Just at the grassroots level, spread the, the information. 
contact your elected representatives, whether the panchayat level, the municipal level, the state level, the volunteer level, the central government level, contact your representatives, send them emails, ask them to talk about it, tell them what you think, the research, ask, give them links to the podcast and to any um, information you've gathered for Dalit cast, uh, how this has been distorted, uh, minority hoax, offer them uh, a chance to 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 uh, to have the conversation with you um, ask them for time to to have a conversation um, to talk about these these uh, these concepts on platforms media platforms educational pa- platforms if you are a student go to to universities go to your school your simple school you don't need to go to a big university your school your university and ask them to have this conversation uh, um, and provide them with data that can change the status quo and links to data on the internet, um, historical, geographical, geological data that can change their perception, but have that conversation. It's important to get this conversation out into the public. Um, you know, if you know any private educational institutions, people going to private educational institutions, ask them if they can have these debates on their on their campuses or uh, or with their friends, their friend circle, uh, at 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 the local level, at the at the grassroots level. So as much of debates and conversations you can have, uh, any leaders, uh, you know, college leaders, school union leaders, can we have that conversation? Bring out these topics in the open, and that'll be great. Uh, write to social media platforms, YouTubers, uh, influencers, ask them to discuss this topic on their shows, on this podcast. So ask them to do that. Uh, write to them. It'll be a great help to all of you, to, to the service, to the nation, and a great service that you'll be doing to the nation if you can bring out these topics historical data where did it come from and by that you can bring these topics out in the mainstream and we can attack these topics and discuss it and discuss the evils and how it's sourced into the indian subcontinent uh, contact at least one dalit group or any dalit people that you know caste people who um, who have been branded by caste and have this conversation with them uh, give them a link to the platform, to the podcast. Have a conversation with them. Just a simple conversation. You don't need to get too con- too uh, uh, big about it. Uh, ask them if they want, they know what Dalit is, how it started, where it started from. Can they um, give them the information and ask them um, how they what they can do to remove this, stop using the name Dalit because it's not of the Indian subcontinent offload the data, have that introspection with them, make that junction, that conversation into an intellectual laboratory and ask them now that they know that this is not part of their lives, it is just a perception, a label that has been humped onto them, can they stop using the label of Dalit? Just be a normal person and 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 have a, a, a free-flowing metaphysical life instead of atta- being attached to labels. Offload those labels completely. Empower yourself with knowledge that you're just a current and a wave. Have that conversation with Dalit people, Dalit group, uh, and ask them from now on to be just ordinary people and not Dalits. Um, offer let them a link to the platform, like I mentioned. Um, Offer them a, a um, ability to introspect, to research, give them material that that you have got by through research, history, geography, geology, um, and and have a conversation for them to heal. Uh, 
understand that all of us would have gone to the same journey and it is time for us to help the people who are left behind. So we can make a difference together by connecting, healing, offloading false information uh, that has been historically dumped on us uh, and remove this baggage of false news. It's time to change the status quo, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely time to do that. Um, to turn the tables through dialogue and discussion. No violence. Dialogue and discussion is the best way of going forward. Writing, keep writing, because the moment you write, you're, it's a great way for you to externalize your emotions and, and restructure yourself. When you put it down on paper, you will see it in front of your eyes and you can have a visual. A visual always helps to symbolize the journey and to correct manually, which will then correct, you, correct your mind. But if you don't see it uh, on, on paper, you will not be able to correct it. Uh, more knowledge means more confidence. More confidence means more healing. More healing means more conversations and change will come about. Start with yourself, uh, your home, your family, your friends, your neighbors at the grassroots levels and one person at a time. Um, once we have this, then slowly by slowly it will build, but um, it'll build and build. But you have to take it into your own hands and have that conversation. It is very, very important. Um, we are like, I, I just want to say who we are. We are like the cosmos. Now, the cosmos, not like the cosmos, we are the cosmos. And I've spoken about this before. Uh, the cosmos is made of currents and waves, uh, cyclic. We're cyclic currents and waves, or in, in scientific terms, cymatic frequencies. C-Y-M-A-T-I-C. So just Google cymatic frequencies, uh, go to images and you will see on, on, um, you will see on images the different cymatic frequencies that make up who we are. And if you want, you can go onto YouTube and just type cymatic frequencies. Now understand how these frequencies work because that's who we are. At the, at the core, we are cymatic frequencies. And these frequencies have ripple effects. Ripple, ripple, ripple. That means the moment you say something and do something, it ripples and ripples and ripples. And the whole cosmos, the solar system, is a frequency. At the source, we are a cosmic frequency. And so anything you do will ripple. It is important to have that conversation which will stop the violence and that conversation will ripple from, from one to the other. We are not physical, we are metaphysical. We're gravitational force and that gravitational force is um, a packets of data and that data carries knowledge. So we're made of, the human being is made of um, DNA and the DNA is is of is, is all frequencies. Uh, each frequency has carries data, carries sound, and sound carries data. That data is embedded in your DNA, and you carry it for generations, thousands, and millions of years you carry that data. So at one point of time, it's like your computer, you have to offload data. If you don't offload data, you will sink to the ground. Your computer is not going to work. So that's what we have come to. And that's why they want to keep us as slaves and don't allow us to talk. Because the moment we talk, we offload data and we offload data, we start again and we fly and they cannot control our minds. So we are cycles. We never stop. If we, if we, if we have data, we get data into our hands, then 
it's embedded and, and we will sink at one time automatically. The wave will come to the shore. And if it's too much of garbage, too much of data, what happens? The garbage is left there and you sink to the bottom of, you sink into the sand. And you, and that's, that's debt. That is trauma. That is, you know, you finished your life. Instead of going back in the ocean, um, you'll see that some water, when it comes, the waves come to the beach, the water some water will sink into the into the into the sand and some will go back if you sink into the sand that means you're dead okay if you go back that means you've managed to offload this garbage and that's left on the beach so you see that and it has to be cleared and you've gone back to rebuild your life and restart a new cycle so that is what we want to do. We're going to leave the garbage. We want to offload the cache, the memory cache. And we want to offload the data that's accumulated and, and go into the ocean and empower ourselves and come back with another wave. But that needs introspection. That needs knowledge. And that's why these the ecosystem, this um, liberal la Raj, or uh, should I say the uh, license Raj uh, ecosystem, the relics of empires need us absolutely to be silent and keep quiet. So in order to camouflage their, their insistence on our slavery, what they do is they, they slander you with, with a negativity. Islamophobia, xenophobia, racism, intolerance, hate speech, communal, and they, they slander you. Because the moment they slander you, you will be, be scared and you will, you will submit in silence. What they want you is to submit. Submission is slavery. It's very important you understand submission in silence is slavery. What they do is they feed you with the data. They give they, they give you a, a building, which is just a perception of your mind. It's not real. It's a perception of your mind. They give you this fancy building and say, oh, no, this is what it's supposed to be. But it's only a perception. The moment you understand it's a perception and you cannot question, you know there's a problem. And by that, they're having, they, they have generations of slavery. The slavery has got, um, we've got used to the slavery, just, just rebranded it with, with ignorance. And because of the ignorance and, and then, and legitimize it with God. And that was, that's what happens when we become slaves and we're used to the slavery. We don't see it. We don't understand it, but we're still slaves. And the slender of you, the hate speech, the communal violence, uh, the intolerance, the fascism are just uh, a way of them enforcing that slavery on you and not having you question them. The moment you question them, you see that the narrative they've fed you for hundreds of years, thousands of years in some cases, are just fake news. It's, it has no basis and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a scam. So you want to challenge this as much as possible with your voice, with your knowledge. The best way to go about it is knowledge. Um, and and so I ask you on on from your end, one person at a time, have that conversation. Do your homework. Very important. Don't base yourself on what I'm saying. Do that homework. Um, do the math um, and share the data with your friends. Have that conversation, and you will be free. So I I. Thank you again for listening to me today. I hope you have a great day, great weekend. Um, this is just a recap for what we have done uh, so far. And in the next topic, we're going to talk about something that's come back into the news. Um, 
on the Indian subcontinent, the Taj Mahal. The Taj Mahal is um, is supposedly a, a Mughal monument. I have done four years of research on this, four years. Uh, and and the research with facts on the ground, not with just interest, not with just he said, she said, leads me to believe that this monument was built before 530 AD. I repeat, before 530 AD. I spent four years researching it, and it was by fluke that I fell on this topic. Um, so I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. Uh, I wish you a great day. In the meanwhile, like I said, introspect, have that conversation, research, um, talk with your friends and contact your local educational institutions to have this conversation, your local leaders, your um, your elected representatives in the central and, and governments, uh, central government, municipal governments, volunteer organizations uh, to have that conversation and we can change the status quo together. Thank you very much. You have yourself a great day.